Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Monster Ate the Pilot podcast. I am your host, Brandon. This is a dreary Wednesday afternoon podcast. It's uh, Wednesday, so I'm going to talk about just about whatever, man. And then I'm going to talk about the Springsteen song of the week. <laughs> I'm going to say it so stupidly every week. It's going to be fun. It's going to get pretty creative. I'm going to get creative with that, too, soon. I'm not going to do it this week because I'm still connecting, like, kind of figuring out how I'm going to say it for the next songs. But this song, th- th- this week's song's fun. It's definitely a fun one from old Bruce, my old buddy Bruce. Um... Now, if it's your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. If it's not your first time listening, it's your second time. Thank you for coming back after hearing whatever the fuck I talked about in the last episode and whatever I was wrong about. Um, I hope you are enjoying it. If you are enjoying it, please like, subscribe, share, support, whatever you want to do. Um, I am on Amazon, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Apple. So if you have know anybody who's on those or listens to their podcast through those services, let them know about me, spread the good word, see how far we can take this bad boy. Uh, so we're, uh, I guess as a nation recovering from all the fireworks accidents that were all over the place. So um, Hopefully nobody got burned up out there. Saw a couple of uh, disaster ones. Um, like I said, I... There was fireworks not too far from me, deep into 4th of July. Uh, I can hear my rumbling, because I kept thinking it was like thunder, but like then it just kept going and going for like 10 straight minutes of just rumbling. Like, oh, that's somebody shooting off the their big old firework display, bro. I don't care about fireworks, man. I don't care. No, it was neat to like hear that while also watching the Sandlot. Man, because the fucking Sandlot, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Holds up. So wonderful. So wonderful. Squints, man. Forever. That's stupid story he tells about the beast. Everybody calling the police to report the missing thieves. <laughs> it's just so, like, innocent and just, like, so wonderfully, like, childlike in the whole film. How they all act and, like, you know, the naivety? Naive, naive? I don't know. Just being naive in youth. Um, it was wonderful. Like, you play ball like a girl, the way they all fucking react. They're, like, literally telling each other they bob for apples in the toilet and you like it, but then, you know, you say you play ball like a girl and it's the most shocking thing anybody's ever said. (laughs) It's so wonderful. Uh, then, um, you know, they beat the Little Leaguers in their game, so they go to the carnival or the fair or whatever. They said to be the big kids, and they put the chew in and get on the tilt the world like idiots and throw it all up all over everybody. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's such a fun film. Absolutely crack up every time I listen. I watch it. It's been 25 years since I probably watched it the first time, and I still crack up as much as I did back then. I absolutely love The Sandlot. I know they made some sequels, and I think they're absolute dog shit, if I've heard, if heard correctly. Like, they just don't... I don't know, man. There's all those cheap cash-ins. Like, and they don't get what makes the originals great, so they just kind of... They they think they know? I don't know. I don't even know, man. I guess I'd have to see them before I pass judgment. I know I talked about that a couple weeks ago, like I said, of uh, passing judgment because of what I've heard, like, seeing for myself, which I think everybody should do. But, I don't know, man. Oh, I re I went ahead and rewatched all the Stranger Things, mostly in the background. But I had did it like a 
more of a deep rewatch on it. Second best season of so far, I think. Second best. Still some issues, but whatever. I don't know. Ow! I saw somebody post something. It was like, who was the big, better, nah, the bettest, the bettest villain? <laughs> who was the best villain? It was a Twitter thing, so there's four pictures. It had like Voldemort. It had um, Vecna from Stranger Things. Then it had Thanos from the Marvel films. And then it had the fucking Night King from Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> somebody only pays attention to pop culture, not the actual quality of a villain if you're including that fucking waste of time. Jesus. Like, oh man, I could rant about Game of Thrones so hard about how fucking awful that show was by the end. Like, barely watchable. Not even, It wasn't even an acceptable television show. Like, if that was the quality they had in, like, season one, that would have been canceled. It, no, it wouldn't even made it to fucking air. Like, seriously. Like, how bad the writing was by the end was not worth a television show. Like, it's absolute joke by the end, man. And, like, the Night King being one of the greatest villains ever. Like, what fucking TV show did you watch, you dumbass? Like, oh my god. He just walked around. He did that cool thing in Hard Home where he, like, kind of does the come at me bro thing. And then, after that, he does nothing. They just kind of meander on down. Doesn't say a word. Have no idea why he's there. Except for he's a, he wants to take the world's memory. Some bullshit line that Bran said with no real context or no real evidence to back that up besides the fact that he just said it and we just have to accept it. Um, and then you just stab him in the kidneys or whatever and he's done. And it's like, oh, what was their point again? Nobody knows. Nobody really fucking knows. And, God, it was... Mm, it was just bad guys being bad because we're bad. Which is awful. Which is awful writing. There's no complexity, there was no depth, there was no... Uh, there was nothing to it. Cool, cool. Let us fix something. While I'm sitting here ranting about Game of Thrones, a show that ended two years ago. <laughs> I'm still going to rant about that show for like 20 years now. Anytime somebody tries to tell me that that show was wonderful or that... Oh, it's my favorite TV show. I'm going to go at them hard. I'm going to go at them hard. I should just let people like what they want to like, but man... Sometimes you just fucking can't. Sometimes you gotta stand up for what you believe in. And I believe, by the end, that show was one of the worst shows ever made. Like, seriously. Because of how they treated certain characters by the end, it un it undid, completely undone, Jamie's like, redemption arc. Made Tyrion the smartest man in the series for four seasons, then made him a complete fucking doofus for the second half of the show. He was a complete doofus. Like, you... They had to rely on the, like, uh, you know, he makes that deal with Cersei, and you think he's only doing it just to get them out of King's Landing because he knows she's never going to agree to it. But then he, like, no, he actually trusted Cersei. What? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, he wants to like, get them King out of King's Landing back to the wall so they can fight the White Walkers. Okay. You know, maybe he knows it's a lost cause with Cersei. But then he actually gets up there and he actually thought Cersei was going to show up. And it's like, uh, did Tyrion just completely forget his entire life up to this point? Like, oh my god, it was so dumb. He was just a fucking idiot. Like, and everything he did failed. You know? Like, for the second half show, he was this... Like, Peter Dinklage is wonderful, but my god, second half of that show, his character was just shit. Arya was just a joke after she went to Bravos, Like, just... Oh my god. 
Oh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. I'm going to be so pissed off about this. Just seeing D&D over there just trying to, uh, trying to come up with cool ideas for the show and just be like, oh, God, no. Wake up in a cold sweat, maybe piss myself. So fucking, ugh. Now I'm angry. No, nah, but the Vecna character was pretty interesting. I got lost. There's a, there's a, there's a little doggo across the street getting walked by his owner. I see so many animals in this neighborhood, it's wonderful. Like, there was, like, a little family of deer the other night. Uh, in my neighbor's yard, and there's, like, a baby one, a little tiny one, just a few months old. Then you had, like, the mother. Then you had, like, a, a young buck because, um, the rack was coming in. But it was just, like, the nubs still. It was pretty cool. They're not so skittish up here. Like, you can get pretty close to them without them, like... They, they they have like a little bit of like, man, what the fuck are you doing? This is my territory about him. Which is neat. I like that. I like I like my neighborhood. That's like what I'm watching now. Like anything on the internet, all I like or try to kind of pay attention to is like dogs and babies. Because they're not trying to get likes. They're not trying to get views, earn money, or trick you in any way. They're literally just enjoying what they're supposed to enjoy. And that's awesome. And, like, I don't know. It's it's a good timeline cleanse, man. That's what I've been doing. That's all I've been liking. That's all I see now is just, like, cool-ass animal videos. And it's wonderful. Awesome. Like, yeah, like I said, I don't get on there and just have that existential dread just go over me after they tell me some other bullshit that's happening in the world that, you know. Sadly, it's like, this world's beating it out of you, man. You know, still support everything you need to support. Still take care of those who need to be taken care of, man. But sometimes it's hard to, you know, it, like I said, it, it, it grinds on you to the point of just exhaustion. And I think that and everything else kind of going on in personal life right now, which, like I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm in a pretty good spot. But, you know, still some tough, you know, everybody's got tough times. We've got our ups and downs. But right now, you know, just I'm just so kind of fucking done with a lot of things that I need that timeline cleanse. I don't need to get on there and just be completely... I need that escape. There we go. There's That's what I've been looking for. That's the kind of phrase I've been looking for. I've been needing that escape from, you know, stress or just kind of the down the downwardness. Whatever. Of what's been going on, like, just everywhere. So, yeah, thank you for those who create those cool, like, uh, there's, like, one, like, a uh, red panda every hour. So they post a picture of a red panda every hour on the hour. Uh, there's another one like raccoons, wolves, then you see like uh, wholesome memes and stuff like that, dogs doing all this cool stuff. Anytime it's pet related, it's awesome. I love, I love animals. They're my jam. Better than humans. I'm going out on a limb. Animals are way better than humans. They're simpler, that's why. I don't know, what the fuck do I know? Uh... I'm trying to fix this, like, microphone arm and do the podcast at the same time. And I think I've done it, which is pretty impressive, I think. Because I'm not, like, a great multitasker. But I've done it. I did it. I'm I'm a good guy. Not just a good guy. I'm a great guy. <laughs> Happy birthday to my friend Devin out there. It's her birthday. Wonderful. Wonderful. A mother, a teacher, and just a... Great person. Good for her. Happy birthday, Devin. 
what is today? Is that seventh? It's the sixth. It's July sixth, man. Yeah, hopefully everybody was safe on July fourth. I know there was some stupid shit that went on in Chicago. I think there was one in Philadelphia. Like, uh, just so fucking over it, man. Just, just do something. That's that's all I ask. <laughs> that's all I ask, man. But we know that's not gonna happen. What the fuck is this piece for? Have I fixed this? Yeah, I fixed it. Yeah, okay, now. I fixed... Whatever. I need to focus. <laughs> oh, man. like It's kind of a dreary day, so I've kind of just been catching up on some sleep. I watched Seven, which is always a weird movie to watch because it kind of puts you... It's, a, it's one that makes you want to take a shower after you get done watching it. It makes you want to take a shower during it, but definitely wants to make you take a shower after watching it. Um, still a great fucking movie, though, man. As a piece of shit that Kevin Spacey is, he was a really good actor. Um, I still thought that was so weird. Like, you know, this guy calls him out for kind of being a pedophile, which, you know, you know how I feel about that. Um, and then he just uses that to come out as gay and try to deflect. Like, um, yeah, it's not the problem here. The problem wasn't that you were trying to get with an underage, like, dude. It was the fact you were just trying to get with anybody who was underage. That was the problem. I really think I fixed this. This is awesome. Now this is not a complete waste of $20. I'm happy. Good job, Brandon. You're a good guy. No, that's like I said. Seven was so good. Morgan Freeman. Brad Pitt. Uh, fucking Ermie. The guy who usually does all like the... He's usually like the... Uh, he's in uh, Full Metal Jacket as the... Ba um, not base camp, boot camp, like, sergeant. Um, There's, like, this great moment in that film. Like, it's such a dreary, bleak, dark film. Like, not a lot of chuckles in it. But there's a really good one. Um, They're sitting at the desk, and it's when Morgan Freeman's kind of trying to explain to him that there's a serial killer on the loose. That, that this is not, like, because there's been two murders. Now he's going to show him, like, these are connected. These are actual, like, this is a serial killer done by the same guy. And the phone starts ringing, and Ermie turns around, picks up the phone, and says, This isn't even my desk, and hangs up the phone. <laughs> Man, it was just so cool. I fucking love Ermie. He's still alive, isn't he? Or did he pass away a couple years ago? Nah, he's, nah yeah, he died in 2018. That's right. He was only 74 when he died. He looks 74 in fucking seven. That was 30 years ago. Or 25. He died at 74. He was 50 when that movie was made. Oh, I guess a little bit... Like, 52? Like, get out of here. Some guys just look like that, man. Some guys just have that, where they just, they're just they just old. Like, they get old at 40, and they just look that way until they die. <laughs> yeah, like, Ernie looked, like, near 70 in that movie. And he was, like, 52. Um... Ed Harris is another one of those guys like that. Like, I think he's like 40-something in The Rock, but he doesn't look that much different than what he does today. Uh, there's another guy in The Rock. Oh, I'm going to have to find that real quick. He died not too long after The Rock was made. Oh, shit. Come on, Brandon. Come on, we can do this. Maybe I'll watch The Rock tonight as well. So I don't have to work tomorrow. I can just stay up late. Eating pizza? No, I'm not going to eat fucking pizza, let me tell you that. Jeez. I'm, I might be done with pizza forever without that. John Spencer. John Spencer's the guy I'm thinking of. 
Yeah, he no, he no. I guess he died like a decade later. He died at he was forty eight or, hold on, yeah, he was like forty nine in The Rock. Go watch The Rock with Sean Connery, Nick Cage, and Ed Harris. Go watch that. John, uh, he's the uh, kind of the shithead uh, FBI guy. John Spencer is that's the character he plays, and he's and tell me if he looks forty nine years old, because you're gonna say no chance, because he died ten years later at fifty eight. Because he was 49 in that fucking movie. Like, stop. There's no way he was 49. (laughs) Good for him. I like John Spencer. He was in that. He was in The West Wing. Um, He was in Presumed Innocent? Oh, yeah, I guess he would have been. He aged like 30 years between Presumed Innocent and The Rock, which is only like six years difference. It's so weird how time works, though. Like, you know what I'm... uh, I don't know. It's like, it's so weird. Like, there's certain films I think about being so long ago. And then there's a couple films, like, even like Lord of the Rings are over 20 years old now. Uh, well, at least the first two. Which I'm probably going to watch. I might watch Fellowship after I get done doing my little podcast here. Got some Chinese food today. Mm. But no, like, uh, it doesn't feel like it's been that long since... Uh, us, okay, here's, here's the best example I was thinking of. We're farther away from, like, Anchorman 2 coming out than Anchorman 2 was to Anchorman 1 coming out. Like, it's been like 10 years since Anchorman 2. Right? Or is it 2014? Let me look at it. I think it's been 10 years, right? Uh, 2013. So we're like 9 years out. Yeah, so it's been the same amount of time between Anchorman 1 and 2 and now. And it feels like the whole Anchorman 2 craze just happened, like, because even when, because I, I saw it the other night, it's not good. I thought it was kind of garbage. Like, I don't know. It seemed a little more checklisty of, like, trying to hit the same notes as the first one. You know, like, there's bad sequels that they do where, when they're way down the line. I never watched the second, the, the newest Dumb and Dumber. Um, Zoolander, I didn't watch those, because I, I just seem like it's just going to be, like, a bad checklist of things they got to hit from the first one now. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying there. Super Troopers 2 wasn't that bad. Like, I did not have high hopes for that, but it ended up being pretty solid. Wasn't nearly as good as the first. I really enjoyed Super Troopers. I thought it was so much fun. I love good, fun, goofy comedies. Those guys made a couple of good ones. Broken Lizard. I guess they have a, a couple of them have a pretty decent show on like True TV. Well, I don't, is it still called True TV? I don't know. I feel like they change their fucking name every other year. But it's called like Tacoma, Tacoma FD, where they're like firemen or something. I don't know. I've never watched it, but I've heard it's actually a pretty solid show. I don't know, man. It's like I said, it's been a pretty, it's a pretty dreary day up here. It's quiet. The guy who lives upstairs is out of town. He went to Minneapolis. I said, wish you luck. He's driving up there. Fucking, whew, that's a, that's a rough one. Because I thought about driving up there. I might get something to Minneapolis. That's when you start realizing how fucking big America is sometimes. Like you, like I said, you kind of, like Ohio, you can drive uh, to Portsmouth to Cleveland in five hours. So you can go, like, one part of the state to the other part of the state in five hours, roughly. Um, But... You really start seeing it when you get to those, like, the upper Midwest and then, like, the, uh, like, the northern states, like, the Dakotas and Montana and stuff like that. How fucking big those states are. Um, because, like, I, I flew into Minneapolis. And I'm like, oh, man, you know, 
maybe I'll rent a car or something like that. I, I hadn't decided yet. Maybe I'll rent a car or something like that, and I'll I'll go out because I've always wanted to go out in South Dakota, like into the Black Hills, or go out where like nobody really is or lives or anything like that, and look up at the night sky and like really see like you know the way people who lived thousands of years ago saw the night sky. Like I think it'd been really cool. It's like a really interesting thing. I always I want to do. I still am going to do it at some point, hopefully. But man, um, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just drive to Minneapolis. Then I realized it's 13 hours from here to Minneapolis, and then it was like another 13 hours, or maybe it was like seven. I think it was seven hours from Minneapolis to like the middle of South Dakota. And I'm like, holy shit! Like that is that's a lot of driving, man. I think I think you got to drive back. So that's four days on the road. <laughs> so I was like, uh, never mind. I do want to. I do want to do stuff like that. I, I want to drive, man. I just want to get in the car, put on, put on the jams, man. I always want to do like a drive through like West Texas, like you know, in the desert. Listen to some old like uh, it's like some Ryan Bingham. Maybe Ben Nichols solo record. Um, couple of those. I always call them like uh, Texas songs. Dreaming of California. I don't know. I think that would be a really cool thing to do. Something I should do. I should have done that during after COVID, or during COVID. You know, I could have kept my distance from people. Just stopping at gas stations. I don't know. I don't know, man. Missed the chance there. So my buddy Dan's was has been doing. I think he might be back now, but he's uh he was out with his camper. Sent me a you know postcard from South Dakota. I do want to go see the uh, Crazy Horse Memorial. I don't know, it's still probably like twenty years from being done, but I think that's going to be so fucking cool when if they get it done. If you haven't looked into that, look into that. The Crazy Horse uh, like memorial in the Black Hills. They're carving it into a mountain. It's going to be pretty fucking badass if they actually do it and they get it done. A little conflicted about the fact that they are doing it. Because I know like uh, a lot of um, indigenous tribes who have connections to Crazy Horse, like, you know, he never wanted his picture taken. He never wanted like a visage of himself um, to be seen. Because, you know, he wanted his... He didn't want his struggle to be kind of... Uh, what? Not contractitude about him he always wanted to be about his own uh, about his people and his people's struggle so he never wanted his picture taken never wanted like anybody to know what he really looked like so having a big fucking stand or a big mountain carved into his face uh kind of goes against what he wanted as a you know person but at the same time cool things are fucking cool man <laughs> but yeah well hopefully man it just make the government should pay for it and they should get, and then the indigenous people get to keep all the fucking profits off of it. You know, hey, you get this, you don't have to pay us back for it, because of uh, you know, all the shit that we put Indian or I shouldn't even call like why do we even say Indians? Why is that still a fucking thing? Goddamn, why is Christopher Columbus still a fucking thing? Why do we give a shit? Never step foot on this fucking goddamn continent. I was in the goddamn Caribbean having a fucking cruise down there. Never stepped foot on America, yet we have a goddamn fucking holiday named after you. Get the, get your head out of your ass. Not a fan. The guy fucking died thinking he was in India the whole fucking time. He's a douchebag. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. It's one of those days where I don't have much motivation to do much of anything. So I don't know if I'm just going to cut it short and just kind of call it a day, get into the Springsteen song of the week and just move on from there. Um, yeah, but Springsteen song of the week, Springsteen song of the week. Yeah. Uh, it's from The River. It's song two on disc two of The River. It is Cadillac Ranch. I've, ooh, Cadillac Ranch is good. It's just such a fun kind of, it's got that great groove. Um, the bass is just fat. It's a fat fucking bass line. Then you have Clarence's, uh, sax in the middle of it. It's such a great, fun song. Like, you know, there's so many deep songs on the river. Like, you know, society, like, you know, personally and just about society in general. Cadillac Ranch is a great little, like, kind of palate cleanser on that record. Because uh, it's just like this kind of fun, kind of upbeat kind of dance tune. It's got an infectious little melody. Um, I fucking love it. It's a great song, Cadillac Ranch. It is. It is great. It's just great. I, just, I love the guitar work at the very beginning. Like I said, then, like I said, the bass is just fat as fuck. Grooving. And obviously Max is just killing it on the drums. Max always kills it on the drums. Like, you know, if I'm building... if I, I used to be, like, if I'm building, like, my favorite band ever, like, you know, say I get to pick a four-piece. I got a guitar, a bass, drums, singer. Who's going to be what? Um, it used to be I picked three members from Rage Against the Machine. It used to be Brad Wilk, Tom Morello, and uh, Tim Comerford. Because I thought... Because also how those three sound together is just fucking sick and rad, bro. Fucking kickflip, man. Gnarly. Um, but no. Uh, it's evolved over time. I still think I keep Comerford as my bass player. I fucking love Comerford as a bass player. Because he's just so... he's He's just in it. I mean, he's in the pocket. He's right in the groove, man. He can do so much more than he shows off. Because, like, obviously in Rage, you have Morello doing fucking Morello things on guitar that he can kind of, uh, that he just kind of sticks with it and kind of allows Morello to take that shine. You know, it's kind of, it's really cool. Man, Morello is wonderful. Then guitar, I still might pick Morello. I might, yeah, I do fucking love Tom. Tom Morello is a great guitar player. It's just wild. You know what? No, it's not. It's not Morello anymore. It's Tad Kubler from uh, Hold Steady. I love Tad. Tad's a great guitar player. Um, and also for like what I would go for, like sound-wise, I would need Tad more than I would need Tom. Um, but I love Tad as a guitar player from Hold Steady. I love it. It's like they don't do a lot of huge guitar solos, but they have like, two different ones that are absolutely wonderful, and it's uh. Lord, I'm Discouraged, and most people are DJs. They're like the two most prominent ones. There's also a really good one off a of B-side called uh, Modesto Ain't That Sweet. That's the name of the song. It's really good. Uh, it's really awkward. I have a window right beside me, and my neighbors are right there. So I'm trying to avoid eye contact. <laughs> That's a general reported podcast. Not to get cut out of it. Um, sorry. But on the drums, like I said, it used to be Brad Wilk from Raging Against the Machine, but now it's Max Weinberg from E Street, because E Street is a very underrated band. Like, people always talk about Bruce and stuff like that, and, then, like, they added to it. But, man, like, Bruce is not Bruce without E Street. Because um, all those guys were great. Like, Federici, um, Clarence, Miami Steve, Van Zant, 
all those guys, Gary W. Talent, even like Patty, and uh, you know all those guys. Like, but man, Max as a guitar uh, drummer is just so great. His, I don't know, like he, he's he's perfect for Bruce. He always keeps his eyes on Bruce during every show. It's just you know, I don't know. I'm got lost. Oh, singing wise, I'd keep Eddie Vedder. I'd have Eddie Vedder as my lead singer. I fucking love Eddie's voice. I think it's wonderful. There's such range he can do stuff with. You know, he could be so soulful, but then he could be like kind of that raucous, like punk, angry, almost like a screech kind of going on with his voice. I do like Eddie Vedder as a vocalist. And they would sing probably Springsteen songs. Obviously, they would be singing Springsteen songs. I don't know. I just kind of came up with that off the hilt. Off the off the hilt. Is that a saying? Who gives a shit? Cadillac Ranch by Bruce Springsteen is the Springsteen song of the week. I don't know. This one has been wild, weird, and wonderful, I guess. Uh, like I said, happy birthday to, again to my friend Devin. Um, hopefully you have a great day. Hopefully your kids aren't little shits and uh, they make you breakfast in bed or something. I don't know. I don't, well, one's not old enough to do that, but two of them are. So say they need to have made you breakfast in bed today. If they didn't, they're in trouble. I don't know, man. <laughs> Whatever. Once again, I'm on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Radio Public, Apple, uh, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Um, so if you know anybody who listens to the podcast, do that. Let them know. Once again, my name is Brandon. This has been Monster 8 the Pilot on a dreary, dreary, dreary Wednesday. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see you Sunday with five songs of the week and other ramblings from my life and all the stuff I probably forgot to talk about today. So thank you again. Have a great rest of the week.